Oh, I bought WD-40. Um, you bought some water displacement 40? Yes, I have. Um, in a mini can from Poundland. <laughs> I, I haven't used it yet, but Pierce got ID'd. I was stood there. I didn't get ID'd. He got ID'd. That's pretty impressive. Uh, yeah, bear in mind he's 27 <laughs> and he, he's got a beard. <laughs> like... <laughs> See, I yeah, I wouldn't have said that Piers looked um No, he's I'm not saying he doesn't look young, which it sounds like it's an insult, but that's not how I mean it. Uh, yeah, when he shaves he looks younger, but he's not shaved. And also like, he looks young, but not like younger than eighteen young. No, and I look younger than him. Also it's WD forty. Like this I feel like this is kind of introduced the podcast without <laughs> introducing the podcast. Jeez, I, have you actually started recording? Yeah, I have. Yeah, just because I, I normally okay. do it to start with. Yeah, me too. But I mean, look, okay, look, no. We've had a few weeks of just jumping into it and I've been caught unawares. So. Welcome Hi, everyone. Back. <laughs> Welcome to episode nine of the World to Rates podcast. Can you believe it? Episode no, 9? I can't. And I've been I actually here. cannot. I... Why? How? I want to know oh. if anyone has listened to every episode. Yeah, it's an interesting question. Do, do people listen in order? Or like, okay. So if you're... Oh, if, you, yeah. if you've If you've come to the podcast recently, which some people have, which is fine. That's good. Um, do you go back and start from number one? Or do you just jump in and then... Accept work your, your way fate. back do you ever go back are the ones that have been done like do you just leave those i'm, I'm interested because when like when i listen to podcasts i normally listen to like the most recent one yeah if it's just like a random thing and i'm like oh this is good this is good and that will, that will hook me in and then, and then you then... work backwards yeah and i've got yeah, I've sometimes that. it's like podcasts they've got like a hundred episodes or something i'm like excellent this will take away the silence for a couple of weeks and it will just like <laughs> make things so much nicer <laughs> You, you have, like, take away you the have such a way of yeah of saying things to make them sound a bit depressing. <laughs> well, look, I mean, okay, so last week I edited the podcast, and I um in the in the editing I said something about how the existential bit of the podcast where I was like, no, no one really matters, blah blah blah. Um, I was like, this is a really good point. This is fine. I then tried to edit it into a clip. Um, and I did. I edited it. I did it. And I look. I looked. I just watched it. And I was like, I can't post this. This is the. W- this is so sad. Like, <laughs> I, I bet you were like cutting out my my lovely drawings as well to try and that I was trying to lighten the mood with. I I just had to like no they were in there and I was just like oh my <laughs> god why did you keep digging like I stand by the fact that there was essentially a good point in there made badly okay um and i I hate the fact that that. i worded it badly um so in that sense it's a good thing that that was edited out and thank god no one will ever see that footage because it's gone (laughs) i just don't even i had to explain to pierce the other day he um saw my um, the my post-it notes with the drawings I'd done from last week's podcast. Oh no! Don't... And he oh, goes, God. "Who drew these?" 
looks like me. They're on my desk. And he's, oh, they just look like dad's drawings. I was thinking, it's a guy with an afro crying. What? <laughs> is that not? <laughs> what's wrong? Did you have to explain to Spears what I was saying? Yeah, kind of. You must I, have been so disappointed. I just me. said Chris was saying some depressing stuff, and so I tried to lighten the mood by drawing Chris crying. Thank God, someone tried to lighten the mood. <laughs> Jesus, I was going down a slippery, slippery road. <laughs> Wait, I, why did yeah. you say road? Slippery, slippery slope. <laughs> what did I say? No, you should say slippery, slippery slope, not road. Slippery. Did I say road? Yeah. <laughs> what am I on? I don't know. Sorry, know. I'm really sorry. I'm sorry that you got to episode. If imagine, right? So there are people. Let's say that there are people who've come in, episode nine. They've listened to it. In the first ten minutes, I've nearly gone down, back down the depressing kind of oh, direction yeah. from last week, and then got slippery slope wrong. <laughs> like you're just not going to listen anymore. Are you? I'm sorry. Look, don't don't get. Just hold on, okay? Hold. Stick with us because it will get better. Sometimes I shut up, and those are the best bits of the podcast. Oh, that's depressing. Well done, you idiot. <laughs> I didn't mean to call you an idiot. No, I but... can't. I can't. Why am I doing a podcast, honestly? Even that's depressing. Just say something. Say something else. Go. <laughs> Go. Just say something else. Say something else. Um, Happy Mother's Day. Even though you're not listening to this on Mother's Day. <laughs> I can't, I actually can't. Why? Why? Look. <laughs> Hi, guys. Welcome back in. Ignore that bit. Episode 9. And this week, we are talking about the things that made you realise that you were an adult. Um, Wait, firstly, I've just got really bad dimple cramp. <laughs> that's on brand for this episode, really, isn't it? Why? Mm. I just don't understand. Why? Why am I so incapable of just, like... Doing a normal thing, you know? Because you're special. Yeah, well, there you go. That's the why kind does of special have, like, why does special have such a negative undertone to it? I didn't even mean it in a mean way. That's, that's, that's the worst. Like, it should be a nice thing, right? Like, you're special. Like, it's nice. But instead, it's just like... You're special. <laughs> you're a bit special, aren't you? Please tell me I wasn't the only one when I was younger that was always told, yeah, you're a bit special, aren't you? <laughs> I did have that said to me once, and I took it as a compliment. Did you? But then when I look, when I look back on it, I'm like, ah. Uh. I had it said to me a, a lot, and now I'm. Oh. I'm questioning. Oh. <laughs> That's really sad. <laughs> oh. Although I, I am sat here um, fiddling with are they crocodile clips? What are they called? Like the um, mini binder clips. That's what they're called on the pot, but I. You know, do you know what I mean? Can I, like describe them to me. What, you know when you pin- like? pinch them, and then um, you pinch them, and then you put the paper in. They're not crocodile clips, are they? They're, they're... No, I don't think they're crocodile clips. But like, they're metal. I couldn't tell you what they are because for some reason my brain doesn't work anymore. They're but... metal. You must have used them before. Look, I um. I, I probably have. Look, I'll watch the recording, and within five seconds of seeing it, I'll message you of the words. Yes, I know what they are. I'm sorry, I, was, I forgot you can't see me. I was just... <laughs> yeah, I don't know what... I just was like... Why you, don't no, go I... silent. This is an audio podcast. We need people to listen to it. Also watch it, because we're on YouTube. Also follow us on TikTok. 
Oh yeah, yeah, TikTok. I was gonna do a um, get ready with me, but um, it didn't happen. No. I need to think of go. some ideas of what to do for the TikTok. Okay. So anyway, enough about that. Should we start? Sorry well, about now we're gonna talk about you guys and. Um, and I, I prefer talking about you guys. A lovely little question we asked you. I'm trying to get my. Tip. Can I? Can I start with one? Yeah. Not um, and it's one out. because it's kind of in both of our. So we both put on our story asking you guys what kind of things made you realize you're an adult okay? yeah. and there's one that i've seen on both of them now so from from yours someone said got excited to open a new dinner set geez what have i become and oh yeah, mine, yeah but... it was someone saying getting excited about new, new kitchen kitchenware <laughs> now look can Wait. i just say we stand together on this there's an excitement in me when you get that like New like slap chop. What was it? Oh, was the it slap. I haven't got the slap chop yet. Honestly. Oh my god. Hold on, because when I get it, you're gonna get a full scale thirty minute review. I'm so ready for it. But like, it's like that, right? I'm excited about the prospect of a device that would allow me to chop onions better. <laughs> That's what really. I cannot tell you the buzz it, I get from thinking. Oh my god, these are gonna be so god. It's onions. I'm chopping onions. Like, oh god, yeah. what's happened to me? No, I mean, I got, I get excited over Hoover's now. So like, yeah, no, we stand with the kitchen stuff. And I, I'm at this point now because Pierce and I moved in together. Well, we moved in together a couple of years ago, but now they're engaged, don't you know? Oi, oi. Um, <laughs> but when I moved out of my old house, um, my uni house, obviously I moved all my kitchenware in. And now we've got all of our kitchenware is mismatched and completely odd. And the, I know the, the reason why I'm not doing it because it'd be extremely wasteful, but I do kind of want to like get rid of all the kitchenware and buy new stuff and make it match. But just really I, I adulthood and really... I remember when I wouldn't even like even now I care what spoon I use mm-hmm, in my mm-hmm. cereal. I have like preferred ones and I avoid. We have like ones. a couple of different types. So we bought some new cutlery because uh like there was some cutlery that wasn't great anymore. Yeah. So you got like some old ones, some new ones, and like you know you'll go for the new one. But this is good. But then there's just something about <laughs> this is so sad. It's like a spoon, and it's like. It's the right spoon, you know? It just yeah. feels right in my hand. I'm like, this is... A- I want to eat with this spoon only, ever. Yeah. It's the best spoon ever. And it's like, it's just a spoon. Like, Yeah. <laughs> I'd feel that way if I'd been using this other spoon this whole time. It's so weird. Yeah. But it does make a difference. I guess at the moment as well, being in lockdown and everyone's stuck in their houses so you're looking around thinking what mm. what can i change what can i make better what don't mm. i like um yeah and if anyone um yeah, oh, you, no, yeah. you go it's fine no 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 you go oh, okay i was gonna say um if anyone's like me you'll one day wake up and decide to rearrange the whole house oh doesn't everyone do that though i don't know like, at uni i rearranged the way my stuff was in the kitchen Possibly like once a month. 
Like, it was so weird. I constantly change which cupboard things were in to try and make things easier for Would me. Would you ever no, do what? it at a really weird time? Like, sometimes oh, yeah. I'll get an idea in my head at, like, 10pm and then I just, like, stick to it until I've done there it. There was a point where, and it, oh, God, no, it's going back down to the depressing time, but let's just try and keep it light. <laughs> where, um, so in third year, my housemates quite, you know, they'd often be quite busy. They'd have, like, events going on and stuff in the evening. Um, I obviously hated people, so I rarely had things going on in the evening. And so I'd be on my own in the house. Fine, you know, I'm actually, I was enjoying it, watching, like, YouTube videos, Twitch, whatever. And I'd suddenly get it in my head and I'd be like, I could, re there's no one around right now. I could, I could, so I'm there at 8pm having just eaten dinner, like, right, here we go. And just taking everything out of a cupboard, like, looking at it going, oh, I could put this glass in here. And it would go really well. And then they'd come back at 10pm and I'd still be doing it. But it, I wouldn't be so happy anymore because it would already have started going wrong. <laughs> like, I'd already have put something in a wrong place and gone, well, there's a reason that I had it in that cupboard and I've just made it <laughs> honestly such a mess. Such a mess. <clears throat> Do you um, ever... Well, another thing is, like, starting a chore and then regretting it ten minutes after you've started, but you've cleaning already... Cleaning the bathroom. Always cleaning the bathroom. Yeah. Every time. And it looks great when it's done, but I hate it. See, for me, it's like doing the whole wardrobe, you know, like, I don't know if you mm. have it so much. I think it's more of a girl thing, but um, going through and finding what doesn't fit or what you don't like anymore and going through your whole wardrobe. But what you do in the, in the first 10 minutes is put all your clothes out of the wardrobe and your drawers. You chuck it all on the bed <laughs> and then you're like, bed. well, I'll have to finish it because otherwise I won't be able to get in the bed. And then at, like halfway through, you're like, well, I could just put it on the floor. <laughs> yeah, do you do that thing like where it might be a bit late in the day and you're like, well, I'm going to get into bed soon. So you just take the pile that was on your bed and move it to somewhere yep. else. Yeah. And then in the morning, you need you to put use it that back on else. the bed. Back on the bed. And for a week, it's just this pile which just moves backwards and forwards and backwards. And then eventually you're like, all right, we'll put it away. I must confess, that is what I do every day. It's terrible. It's yeah. terrible. Can I sell you an idea, by the way? Um, Sell it. Go. I think it, I think you'll like it. Um, my mum did not like it. Um, <laughs> so far, she's the only person who didn't like it. Okay. But I think that says more about her than it does about the idea. Okay. Um. <clears throat> so you were saying about having mismatching like kitchenware and stuff, and I think like especially I've always had like with plates and things like yeah. Somehow along the way, you pick up this like weird selection of plates. Now, an idea that I've had for for a while now is that every house should come fitted with what I'm calling the smash room. Okay? Now, look. <laughs> let's not get carried away here. This isn't a dedicated sex room. If that's what you're thinking... Oh, you that ruined away. that for me. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm going to bring it back, okay? I'm just starting early. We're getting rid of the sex room, okay? Wait. That's out. Okay, okay. What? What's wrong? What's no, wrong? No, 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 no. I just... <clears throat> my mind didn't go that way. And then I was just very taken aback when um no no that's fine look we've done it early okay we've done it early we've okay. got over that hurdle so now we won't have to do it at the end when you're sold on the idea yeah okay? so the smash room okay you take all of your like plates and things that you just don't want anymore like you're like you're looking at it and you're like oh it's just not it's not great anymore like it's not you know like you've got one plate that doesn't match it take it away cool okay you go into the smash room okay now you might have been a bit angry the last it's a while maybe there's been lots going on maybe the world has just got you raging and you need to get it out 
in the smash room, you got all of these old plates and cups and glasses, and you throw them at the wall, at the floor. You smash the plates and glasses and things. And you just, it's like a release of that energy. You just destroy the stuff that you don't want, really get your rage out, and then you feel better because you've just been able to like vent that anger in a kind of in a kind of way um and it works out well because then you don't have the thing anymore you don't have like the mismatching plates and you feel happier now most people like the idea can i say that now i think i think i've done well most people like it my mum dislikes it because she's like well that's just a waste and i can see her point yeah i can yeah but i'm not saying that every day you go into your plate cupboard and you're like well time to throw out some more it's a whole room though that you're dedicating to this yeah. And what's wrong? Oh well, also wasn't it like an hour ago, less than, um, when you were moaning about your noisy neighbours? They'd love no, it. No, 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 okay, okay. I see I see where you're going with this. I see where you're going with this. Look. The first thing is it's gotta be soundproofed, okay? Okay. You gotta bear in mind I mean I'm saying that the government should be funding this. I'm oh, saying that okay. this should be a okay. national well, policy. I, I'm on board then. Where the government constructs this smash room. Every every single person is entitled to one. Like, if you're in a block of apartments, then you'll have, like, a kind of, like... It's, like, it's like a, a bigger room with, like, cubicles in it. And you just, like... You, like, you go down there and you're like, right, I'm in. Get in there. Smash. Done. Okay? Have you just solved all of the world's mental health problems? I mean, potentially. But, like, you know, it's going to be soundproof. So it's going to be fine. No one is going to hear you doing it. This you is sh- a really key thing. So you can go in there. You can just scream if that's what you want to do. Like, just... Like, do that... I feel like loads of people have that idea of like wanting to just stand on a hill or something mm. and just like shout. Like, we did it once in Birmingham. There's this hill, uh, or uh, hills, plural, to the south. Um, right. And it's really sort And we, I went up there with some friends once. And literally, we just stood there looking over towards Birmingham and just like shouted. And it was like the best yeah. feeling because it's just like, oh, I feel better now. So, like, I'm saying. The government should now officially launch a program of building a smash room in every... We can start in every community, you know, we'll work down to the house level. If that's what that's what people want and a chance to test it out, we take that space that's not being used. Like, you know, like you go down the high street, okay, and like there's loads of shops that have closed. Let's use that building, create the smash building. Wonderful. How do you feel? What do you think? You think you're in? I want to say that I love it. But I'm slightly more concerned about <laughs> about What's wrong? What, about come on. You. what is it? What is it? What's wrong with it? There's nothing wrong with it. You're saying it, but you're saying it in a way that means there is something wrong with it. Just, I feel like it would uh, encourage bad behaviour. <laughs> I can Im- if you have a communal smashing room. I can imagine uh-huh. it being a communal. Let's throw a plate at my neighbour's head. No, 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 no. Okay, okay, this is the key thing. There's only going to be one, one person, person. Okay. in the smash room. Okay, and you get, like, even this cubicle idea, you get in there, you're in your own sealed environment, okay? Are you wearing goggles? It could goggles only ever be one shoes. person per smash room. Even if you're a couple, no, no. You get in your own... Because okay. maybe your partner's done something to really piss you off that week. Don't go in there with them. Get in there on your own. Put their picture on a plate or whatever. <laughs> smash that shit against the wall you're gonna come out feeling refreshed and maybe you then feel like you can talk about it about like okay. being angry okay. it's gonna lead to healthier relationships okay, okay? okay i'm sold and 
if you're going to be violent outside the smash room, then the police can unleash full force against you. Sure. Because if you want to be violent, go to the smash room. Sure. It's a solution to your problem. No, you're, not, you're still not sold. I can tell you're still holding back. I think I think some like goggles and um, good footwear need to be provided. Yeah, yeah, no, that's in there. That's okay. in there. Okay. It's in there. But I just look. What I feel like you're not as sold on this as I hoped you would be. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm kind of angry that you're not. Move on. Just just pick another idea. I can't. I can't believe you let me Someone's down. Someone's like a bit of a diva today. You're out. <laughs> I was gonna swear at you, and then I thought, wait, can I swear? <laughs> I mean, you what you want right now? I tell you what you need. You need a smash room. You need to go in there and smash something to get rid of this rage. So do I. Okay, I'm moving on. <laughs> Fucking weirdo. Um, someone submitted to me saying that they're excited about getting a Tesco club card. <laughs> <laughs> can i tell you oh god there's a thing i have to do when i was younger um probably about 17 or whatever and i like was staying at friends whatever for, for their birthday um it's cool so there's a couple of us there we're going off to sleep and i like i think i like fallen half asleep and i was having a kind of dream right so i'm not you know i we've said before how how sleep talking is a thing that I do. <laughs> oh dear. So for some reason, out of nowhere, I'm just like, oh, get me the, the club card points. <laughs> I don't know what the dream was. <laughs> I've never known what it was, but I remember saying it. And I, like, my friends were like, what did you say? I, was like, I don't know. It's the weirdest thing. And I was, this was before I had a club card. I was 17. <laughs> Right? I should not have been thinking about Tesco club card points. But for some reason in my mind, I was like, ah, uh, the, the, the club card points. <laughs> I mean, it, in some ways, I'm glad that my brain was geared towards trying to, like, save myself money, I guess. But not then. Oh, God. That is hysterical. That is... Sad. That's that what is, it is sad. Although getting club card... The thing is... I was really excited about my club card, and then I got a letter um, saying about the points <laughs> I had, and then I, it said something like, I don't know if it was just in the last, like, I don't know if it was an overall thing or what, and it was like, you have um, accumulated £3.45 worth of vouchers or something like that. I was just like, great. I had one once. Thank you. See, you think that's bad. I had it and it was like, you've accumulated one pound in club card <laughs> vouchers. And they sent me the thing. And they, they, you can see that it's clearly made so that they can send you like three vouchers or something. Yeah. Because I only had a pound, they gave me the voucher for, for a pound. And underneath, just two useless bits of paper, like, keep using your club card to get more points and stuff. And I was oh like, oh my God. Oh my God. God, what? Don't say it, like you're not spending enough money at Tesco. Get back in there and scan your fucking club card. Oh, I need I to. Can't. I don't go to Tesco anymore, so I need to see um, if I've got any points. Do they expire? Do you know? Um, I think they do after like a while, like a few years. Oh, okay. I'll I tell you what you want. Out. You want a Nexa card. A Nexa card. Now that's where it's at. Isn't the that Nexa for Sainsbury's? 
It's not just Sainsbury's. That's the thing, right? right. <laughs> you know where I got? <laughs> not just Sainsbury's. <laughs> you know what I got next points on the other day? eBay. What? eBay give you next points now. Is that like for everything on eBay? You, you buy something, you get next points with it. Oh, that's a it's game great. changer. It's great. It is a game. See, okay. now you're in. Okay. You'd be, it's so weird. Like when virgin was still doing trains and stuff if you books <laughs> through virgin trains they'd give you nexa points oh okay it's like a weird thing i'd come home for christmas and get some special thing and they'd be like oh okay here's two thousand nexa points i'm like <laughs> oh the treats are on me this christmas um adult life all right i like this one uh so this person said when I had to start making my own doctor's appointments, as the GP receptionist told my mum off because I was 18 and should be able to do it myself. <laughs> I remember that feeling. Did and you, I hated did it. Do you want to do a little confession? Oh. If I ever need a doctor's appointment here, well, this was obviously before I moved in fully, when I was oh, going God. between Oxford and here. If I ever need oh, a doctor's no. appointment, Pierce's mum would make a I respect that, though. <laughs> I respect that. Yeah. I like that energy. Like, so my local doctors, um, they are... Some, I mean, it, to be honest, it's possibly a problem that goes wider than my own. Maybe it's because um, the NHS is underfunded and trying to do Just lots with very little money, so maybe we should fund them properly. <clears throat> Pay raise. Um, but anyway, so... Um, when you call them up, you basically have to be on the phone at 8 o'clock. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, you yeah. cannot be a second later. Yeah. Okay? You need to be in there the second the phone line's open to book the appointment. Because if you call at 8.01, gone. All the appointments, gone. Like, it's this race to get in there. And I hate doing that. So, if I could be like to my dad, hey, dad, can you, um, I don't, I don't really want to wake up at 8 o'clock tomorrow. Could you... You know, you're normally awake. Could you just do it for me? <laughs> I would love, oh, honestly. That's a great If it wasn't the it. shame that's associated with having to rely on your dad to do that, I'd um, I'd be like, Dad, can you just just call them up and, and talk to them? It would be easier that way. I imagine this the part of the solution would be if they uh, funded it properly and yeah. you know, made sure there was enough resources. <clears throat> Pay raise. Um, <laughs> sorry, I've got this cough at the moment. It's really weird. It's um, so odd. Um, okay, shall I choose one? Um, okay, I thought this one was quite sweet. When I was about to step into the church to get married. Oh. That's I, a really sweet one. It is sweet, but you'd think when you got engaged, maybe it dawned on you. <laughs> see, I can see, I can, I mean, okay, look, I don't know because, um, as I may have mentioned a couple of times now, I'm a painfully single lady, hit me up. Um, one day that's gonna work for Why me. One day someone's gonna be like, "I hear you're um really sad and lonely. Um, do you wanna do you wanna get together and have like, yeah, sure thing." Um, no, I feel like getting engaged is like, it's a thing, right? It's a whole thing, like you know, but it's not. Nothing changes in that moment, right? Yeah, that is true. Like technically, you know, all you'd have to do if you decided you didn't want them was just like hand back the ring and be like, "It's off." Yeah, I'm out. It's not. No, it, I agree. It doesn't, yeah. It's not. It's not a big thing. Okay, but like yeah. stepping into a church to get married. You're oh like, yeah. Whoa! Like you're suddenly stepping into a whole new institution of like, 
I don't know. It's like a different thing. Like I was going to say, signing a contract. It's not quite well, what I mean, is. but like it is. It's one of the things that if you wanted to break up with the person, yeah, then getting out of it is a lot harder because you have to go through divorce proceedings. Yeah. Also, you're just agreeing to spend your life with someone else, and you know, be with only them, and 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 things change from that moment more so than getting engaged. I would imagine. How long ago was this person married, by the way? Uh. I want to say two years, about two years, okay, well, a little bit less, I think. It's two years late, but um, congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. And I am, I'm, I'm happy to hear you, you it went Wait, well. Wait, actually, and... I'm lying. It's like three years. Three years? Even, but look, you're going strong. Yeah. Excellent work. Very happy to hear it. And I hope you have a continued happy marriage. <laughs> and that's that. <laughs> and um, that's that. Do you want to hit me with another one? I can do. Yeah, all right. Um, oh, I like this one because I, I had a similar thing. Um, so this person messaged me because it wouldn't fit in the, the response box. Oh, yeah. But That's... they had a moment the other day where my housemates chucks tea all over a cream carpet. And so I ran and got my carpet cleaner bottle like thing. Three pounds from Aldi, apparently, I'm told. Um, cleaned the carpet and she was like, oh, can I borrow that from my carpet? And I can't tell you how excited she was that I said yes. <laughs> it's a game changer, that's all I'm saying. Those yep. things, like, when you realise that you don't have to, like, you don't have to panic about, like, you know, like, you spilt something, you're like, oh my god, I need to, like, blot this out, so you're getting, like, a... Are you on about like, one of the ones where... with the heads with a brush on the end? I don't know if that's the one they're on about. I hope so, because that's exactly what I'm thinking And of. that's the one I've got as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one I'm thinking of. It's fucking brilliant. Like, you don't have to sit with, like, a wet cloth or something and, like, try and blot it out before it, like, stains. Because, like, you know, you're, like, you're panicking. That is uh, the most beautiful thing. You can just reach for it. It's there, ready to go, straight onto the carpet. Yep. I love it. Also, in my uni house, we had a, a similar thing. Basically, we li- there was three girls and one boy, including me. Um, and... All of us girls had long hair. Mine's shorter now, but we all had long hair at the time. <laughs> and you can imagine the <laughs> hair gets everywhere when you've got mm-hmm, long hair. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. we we didn't have carpet downstairs, but we had the stairs were carpeted and upstairs was yeah. all carpeted. And my God, hair everywhere. And then one day, um, my housemate B bought a... You know, like um, a window scraper when you've got frost on your or snow yeah. on your car. It, it's pretty much like that, but it picks up your hair, and then, <laughs> and then it's like, oh, can I borrow it? Wait, have you got it in your room? Wait, <laughs> we don't take turns. And like, You're saying it, and in my mind, I'm like, scraping. can you send me a link to this after the podcast? Oh yeah, uh, it's great. Like, <laughs> I'm sat here thinking how good that would be. Honestly, it it is like you are on your hands and knees scraping hair out of a carpet. Like it's not, it's not. Oh, I know, but if it works, if it works, that's a good feeling. Yeah, yeah. So um, I actually need to order one for here because um, we don't have one in this house. So yeah, we I can Brilliant. I can send we you a linky one, link. We had one. We got a thing in our house where um, basically just like a long um, like plastic like stick kind of thing. Like yeah, stuff. I had and it's one got like these like that. spikes on there. Yeah, and like so you can use, so you just like it's you, so disgusting it though. Pull out, it's horrible, <laughs> but like it just what like the joy of like pulling out. And it's like 
this is horrible, but also, I don't know how, to, it's like weirdly like, it feels good because it's like, oh my god, this is solving all my problems. And like, obviously, like, you pull it out and it's like, Bleh. oh, there's some hair that's been here for a few, you know, for a week or so, and it's not, yeah, it's not looking great anymore. But, oh my god, the fact that I don't have to get there on my hat, like, and reaching in, trying to like, pull out bits and like, yeah. Pouring sink unblocker down there and stuff. Oh, I swear sink unblocker doesn't even really work though. Um, it works for me. Does it? Because I'm thinking more like in the in the kitchen sink. I don't know. Not Fun a... facts. Um, we used it at university actually. We uh... <laughs> yeah. When I moved into my house in third year, um, I it hadn't really been cleaned properly for a while. So there's like. Like, people have been pouring oil and shit down the sink, and it obviously, like, congealed and stuff, and it yeah. wasn't great. And it wasn't draining properly at all. Sometimes it was just not. It was horrible. And so I was looking for these, like, kind of home remedy kind of stuff, because, right. like, sink and blocker and stuff is actually weirdly expensive. I'm like, yeah, it is. Like, it's like £3 pound for one use or some shit. It's yeah. terrible, right? It's like, oh, you got to pour this whole bottle down yeah. like, £10. I'm like, yeah. fuck off, am I doing that? So... I discovered, well, it was good, it was useful. I, I read it and then I was like, oh yeah, that will check out. Baking soda and vinegar. Yeah. Yeah, because it... Wow, that is the good stuff. Yeah. I tell you that, that is the real, better than sink blocker for like kitchen stuff. Like if you follow up with like hot water, it literally got to the point where it's the most disgustingly, but also nice moment of my life. So do you like put you it all it in down. at the same time? Because, like, it makes sense, but I haven't so done it. So what we did is I, like, we had, like, loads of baking soda for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. Like, we hardly ever used it. So I, like, poured a fair bit down the sink, like, and it obviously went down the pipe. Either. And then we got vinegar. Yeah. Just, like, like um, what's the clear stuff? Like, the still Oh, white vinegar, vinegar yeah. Clear... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Poured that down there. And obviously you could hear it reacting and it, like, fizzing up and stuff. Yeah. Followed up with uh, a kettle full of like boiled water. Yeah. So, like it was hot, really. So you let that do its thing, pour the hot water down, and that kind of seemed to help it react. Yeah. And it like, oh my god, it was insane. Like you can actually hear it. It oh was like this god. air bubble that popped up, right? Uh... And it was clearly because like whatever had been blocked down there had got through. It's disgusting. It like a massive air bubble pops. <laughs> And you just, the water drains and it's fucking brilliant. Right? I'm definitely doing this after. It's disgusting, but my God, did it work. Like, we did not have a problem with that sink for the rest of the year. Beautiful, cheap solution because we had the stuff already. Yeah. Brilliant. Sorry, it's, a, it's, a, it's again, it's a tangent. I'm definitely doing this, like, after. Like, I, I... If, it, if it doesn't work, just look. You gotta take your time don't expect it to you gotta give it it time what's the difference between baking powder and baking soda or oh no don't do this okay um like i should have worked this out the other day because i've got both ingredient is the same right um it's like sodium bicarbonate um which is that's like the basic chemical there's something in one of them that isn't in the other okay um i'm impressed you know no, I do, because I had to look it up before, and I forget exactly <laughs> what it is. I think one of them, so it's like, so one of them, when you put it in, like, a cake or something, yeah, you have to add uh, lemon juice or something oh. to, to get it to actually do its job and, like, produce the carbon dioxide so it actually fluffs up the cake. Uh... And the other one 
has something in there already that kind of means it doesn't need to be like activated, so to speak. Right. I forget which way round it is, but yeah, that's the difference. That makes Makes... Oh my god, what? Oh. This is literally going to be the most boring podcast oh we've actually god. done. It is, but also people are going to listen to this and be like, oh my god, game changer. But I'm sorry. Do you want another That's... one or should I, wait. Oh, yeah, hit me with another one. Hit me okay, with another one. the realisation that I can bake an entire cake and eat it without sharing um, and no one can stop me. Absolutely. That Absolutely is... yes. <laughs> Oh my god, there's no judgment involved. You can just do it. That is beautiful. It is amazing. Um my housemate, um well, I mean she was my housemate for three years, Evie. But um in first year she she went through a phase of baking a cake like every couple of days. <laughs> she would get through it most of the time. To be fair, I had a similar thing in first year. Where Did like you? every at least once a week, I'd bake a cake. I guess it's cheap, isn't it? Like It was cheap, and it's like, oh, this will be, like... It felt good, because it was like, oh, I can actually... I mean, it was also an attempt at procrastination. Let's not, yeah. let's not lie here. <laughs> it was clearly an attempt to not do some work. Um, and it was a great attempt, and it also meant I had nice things to eat. Okay, here's one. When a door-to-door salesman didn't ask if my parents were home. Aww... That's scary, though. It is scary. I, yeah, I'm like, no, thank you. Because I always did that thing when I was younger, where regardless of people's home, I open the door and they're like, oh, can I talk to your parents? I'm like, they're not home right now. Yeah, 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 they're not all home. the time. And they, they're gone because they can't talk to me on their own. Like, there's no point talking to a child or the child's not going to do anything useful with it. So you just leave. I... And it got to the point where my, my parents would, like, see them come to the door and they'd be like, I'll handle this, guys, don't you worry. Yeah, they're not home right now. Even if it's like a Saturday at three o'clock or something, and they're clearly just sat down, like no, no, no not home. Yeah, End of it. I used beautiful. To, I was the other way around. I used to chat to them. Jesus. <laughs> I, I've I've spoken to quite a few Jehovah's Witnesses, and just being like, it's <laughs> just being a little smart ass. <laughs> such a bad person. Yeah. We don't have to necessarily talk about these, but I do want to just throw a lot of these in, like. There's a lot of good ones here that I feel like it, I, I enjoy them, okay? Yeah. Can I, can I throw one your way? <laughs> yeah, go for it. So um, when I got my car, and I could stay out till the early hours oh, without yeah. needing permission or lifts. That is... God, beautiful. That is... That, is, that, that would, would feel great. Shame I can't drive. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, I mean, you're kind of safe now anyway, right? Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've not... I mean, even when I was younger, it wasn't exactly like from like 15, 16, I was quite free to do whatever I want, really. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. it wasn't too bad. But getting a lift, sorting out lifts from coming back from parties and stuff. Um, When I lived with my aunt, she had a rule that I wasn't allowed to be in a car with a a new driver. They had to be driving for like over a year before she would let me... um, did she ask for proof of this? No, but I I'm not very good at lying, <laughs> so it was kind of obvious. Um, if I lied, I ended up confessing within like a day <laughs> that Jesus. I'd lied. Yeah. What's the point in lying if you're not gonna like stick to it? Come on now. Honestly, I just so I, I mean you can ask Pierce. I just get so flustered and I can't. I don't know. I get so stressed out. 
Um, um, yeah, do you want to go on to the next one? Do you want to throw one at me? Oh, okay. Uh, paying taxes. Paying taxes, fuck me. Hey, what I did this week. I was able to... It's going to get boring. I <laughs> was able to terms? claim... I, well, no, I didn't have to do a tax. Luckily, it's like pays you earn, so it's fine. Oh, okay. Um, but I have been working at home since September. Oh, so you're um, claiming for... So I'm able to claim money back expenses. on my taxes because ah. I've been working at home. And it gets better because that means that I don't think I've earned enough to go over the like the threshold. So you're allowed to earn a certain amount without paying yeah, tax. Yeah, yeah. And I think I'm now just under that. But I wow. have been paying tax since September. So you're so gonna get rebate. Guess he's getting a refund. Oh, that's I'm so, so excited. Oh, the money's going to come back It'll probably take you a year to get that money, though. It's going to take a year to get to me, and in that year, they'll decide I actually owe them twice as much. But, um, oh, it's fucking beautiful. I'm looking forward to it, honestly. Drinks are on me. That's all I'm saying. I am still yet to pay taxes, thank God. That's for the best. Um, yeah, I'm quite happy about that. I actually found out. I'm a bit mugged off, really, because, um, a bit mugged off that... Oh, anyway, we're going to live with that. Um, It's not as bad as Slippery Road, is it? (laughs) No. Sadie, uh, as you guys met in episode five, um, she decided to tell me yesterday on the phone call that she managed to get a rather large amount of money from a grant that had been offered to all like arts and technology students. And she said, oh, did you get the email? And I was thinking, we get emails from them every fucking day, and I like n- they're never useful. Like you stop reading them, right? They're never. We're gonna give you free money. Like when, when, yeah. So there, there was this email from the end of April, and I've like emailed them, be like, please, <laughs> please, please give me this money. When I say large sum of money, I just mean like any sum of money as a student is beautiful. It, yeah, exactly. Um, Come on now. And she managed to get. Like, the idea is that you put it towards technology, so she bought a new laptop and some headphones. Um, and rightly so. Which I'm praying that I can get that money, because... I hate it when they do, like, when they flood you with emails like that, and they're oh, like, oh, yeah. look, here's... And you just stop reading them, because there's so many. And then in one of them, there's, like, this really good opportunity. But you haven't read it, because, no, because they send they you emails you. all yeah. the time. It's like... Stop sending so many emails. Can I just, if anyone's out there and they work for anyone like any like a uni, like admin job, whatever, do not send daily emails and do not make them generic for fucks. No. Spice it up, put a meme in there. On it, well, I was just about to say it. actually, the uh, on our like university page, like student page, um, there was always memes about the, the weekly email and they mm-hmm. would just say like, um, like welcome to week eight <laughs> um have you have you gone to upgrade recently to get your like oh just like loads of crap just but um just saying 90 percent of them aren't even relevant to you honestly yeah and some of them will just be so far-fetched as well like have you been to the the, the new shop on the high street which is it's mm-hmm, got 20 percent mm-hmm. off books actually that sounds kind of useful um but yeah, it does. Apart from our bookshop uh, on the uni campus, was selling you things that were already much more expensive. Oh yeah, what so is a twenty percent discount basically brought it back down to being the same price as anywhere else. Did you have to buy textbooks every year? Yes. Because I 
thankfully I I didn't. I but I had to buy I saw I think I had to buy three textbooks in total. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. which was quite lucky. But I remember going in and I'm thinking, la la la, I've paid all my tuition fees, the books will be included. Like, was I wrong? Like one of the books that they asked me to buy was a hundred and fifteen pounds in Yeah. I was like And I had to buy a couple of days. Yeah, I fuck that. Absolutely. That's ridiculous. And I like I ended up crawling through eBay, like Amazon, like the used section and stuff. I didn't care about getting it used. I just wanted to not have to pay like a a reasonable amount of my student loan immediately on textbooks. Yep. And like you couldn't borrow it from the library because surprise, surprise, the library had two copies or something stupid and they'd already been taken out. And it was like God. I pay £9,000 a year. Could you at yeah. least give me a textbook? Honestly, you know? I remember going to uni and I had saved, like... I, I mean, after I paid um, for some of my... Like, some of my family helped me out with getting stuff for uni, but, like, obviously I still had to pay for stuff. I was bought... Mm. Like, I bought a laptop and bits like that. A terrible laptop in the end. Um, <laughs> um, but I bought... I bought a few bits and bobs, so after that I was left with about £750 in savings to go to uni with. Um, obviously I had my loan, but the loan like in Oxford only covered like rent, it didn't really mm-hmm. cover very much. Mm-hmm. And I just remember in first week, okay, so you're going to spend £45 on a freshers ticket, and then you mm-hmm. and then you got to buy three textbooks. What? Mm-hmm. No. I mean, I won't lie to you, uni decimated any savings i had and i didn't have that much in savings because like yeah because how, how like are you meant to actually yeah. blessed with money like yeah you know and i like i finished uni and it's like you just look at how much money i've got and it's like oh oh yeah and it's like i basically needed the job i have and i'm you know i'm lucky to have it and i'm yeah i quite like it just to be able to get back to the position i was when i was 18 yeah it's like yeah. This is the most depressing moment of my life. My attitude at the moment is that, okay, like, I'm slightly in my overdraft, but I'm getting, like, loan money soon. Um, but my attitude is now, when I get a job, I'll be able to pay this off and... Oh, no, that's that's literally what I did. Like, I don't... Yeah, I... D- I basically dipped in and out of my overdraft because I know... I can tell you the exact point it started. It started when I had to pay rent for my uni house over the summer in second year. With your uh, student at accommodation at the same time. Is that what you were And they say? were taking... So I obviously had to pay, like, 400 or whatever it was a month. Yeah. And that money was going, but I wasn't getting any money in. Yeah. So that was, like, the start of, like... That's why I kind of dipped into it, and then student then came. But then ever since then, I was just constantly a cycle of... Of money. Oh, it's gone overdraft, and it's basically was that way ever since. Um, but I basically got to where I was like, okay, my hope is I'll get a job, yeah, and I'll be able to cover. It. And as it's turned out, I've managed that. That's fine. But um, if I hadn't got a job, uh, <laughs> that could have very wrong. Don't even. That it's a real fear wrong. for me. It's it's horrible. But um, yeah, uni's up your game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, can I throw you two more? That, Go for oh, it. So, uh, one of them was real talk. When I went to uni for the first time and realised I was properly alone for the first time. Aww. Terrifying. Yeah. I remember that thought of like when my parents left me when they dropped me to <laughs> uni and I was like, whoa. Like, it was like starting again. I know? was like, so just... happy. And 
I loved it at first. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I was like, my parents and I was like, this is great. And then like this dread suddenly came and I was like, fuck. Like I now have to start again and like I've got to try and make friends with these people that I'm now living with who I've never really spoken to, but I am now living with them for a year. Have and, like, I have I ever told you about my first day moving in for uni? No. Such a mess, and I don't think like me explaining it will convey like the emotion I went through that day. Um, so I I was desperate to go like to get to uni, um, mm-hmm. and I was really excited and stuff. So, um, my dad, stepmom, and and sisters came with me, oh. um, to drop me off and we were actually the first people to arrive at the student accommodation <laughs> no, my dad's like yeah get rid of her <laughs> no honestly so um i we get there and then i'm on the fourth floor and there's no lift so oh no you had to that carrying, thing oh, honestly oh. so that was that was a bit of a pain in the ass um and did you slightly over overpack as well well i all of my belongings it was it was everything i owned um, oh, of course. Which, yeah, no, yeah, right, yeah. My, I remember my stepmom at the time being like, Tony, you've got so much stuff. And I was thinking, hang on a minute, there's five people in this car and all my stuff fits in the boot. I we had a, That's quite impressive. I had a keyboard on my lap, but like there wasn't, it wasn't like... I've been in, on holidays where you literally are like sat around mm-hmm. like you're built in um, to the car. Um, at the end of first year, my dad and sister came out to help me move... Uh, into into a house yeah and i think we had to do two journeys did you right? and this is my dad had a, like a decent sized car yeah and we were filled to the <laughs> was like oh my god i've got so much like that is a lot of stuff yeah In comparison yours is like virtually nothing no like, so i i didn't have too much stuff but um anyway so like get there i sort of put all my stuff in the room i don't do too much unpacking because i i'm like I've realised we get there and they, they've driven off and I sat down and I go oh, I'm really hungry oh sh- mm-hmm. shit I didn't do a food shop you didn't do a food shop exactly that is the yes. one thing I would say do a food shop with your parents because they'll, prob- oh God, they'll probably yes. buy it for you um, if they're mm-hmm, nice mm-hmm. and the other thing is you once you're at uni for my uni you weren't allowed to bring a car for first year because Oxford they're really funny about Oxford, parking yeah. and all of that um so nobody has cars and if you want to <laughs> stock up on tins and stuff like that it is heavy and if you're a student and you're like me who didn't want to spend money on a taxi i decided to go to town um i well i went to a corner shop and picked up like a um a pasta meal thing mm-hmm, so i'm eating mm-hmm. that and i'm like okay i'll go to aldi um and it turns out because it's oxford aldi is like <laughs> it's like five six miles from where i was and i thought oh, just, oh no i'll just get the bus and then i got on a bus going the wrong direction i think uh-huh. i don't i think i got on one going the right direction and then i freaked myself out so i then got on one going the wrong direction and then i was like fuck it i'll walk and then my phone died <laughs> um and i was thinking okay well I roughly know where I'm going, so I'll just keep going. I'll look out for road signs, whatever. I'll just use, you know, you know, use the good old <laughs> fashion skills. The old ways. The old ways. So I'm walking, I'm walking, I'm walking, and I'm thinking, bloody hell, I five miles didn't see, like, whatever. It might not have been five miles, but it was a bloody trek. Um, was it up a hill? 
it uh, yeah well yes and no like i'm trying to think if i went which way i went i got lost as well so i i when i say like five miles it probably isn't five miles to aldi from where i lived but the way i went it took me you hours um yeah so got really lost got on the wrong buses and i was like okay well i've spent money on buses now i don't really want to oh yeah this is because i didn't know um you get free bus travel at my uni um well it's not oh it's, no it it's not you got was it free if you, it's free on certain buses and then it's uh-huh. like one, they give you like a discount on yeah one. it's like one pound 20 on other buses yeah yeah we had a similar thing so yeah like it was it was ridiculous uh, so i was paying full price to go mm-hmm. to the wrong place um Anyway, got to Audi and I was like, fuck me, um, I'm tired and I'm already hungry again. And I'd packed an Ikea bag with me. So, because mm-hmm. um, I thought, oh, I'll buy loads of stuff. Can I just ask, because you were hungry, did you then overbuy? <sighs> yeah, you knew where it was going. I overbought so much, so many tins and I bought a frying pan. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because I'd forgot a frying pan. Well, I, yeah. I needed a frying pan. Anyway, bought load, loads and loads of stuff. Spent seventy pounds in out seventy something pounds in Aldi for just which is me, impressive. Which is you have to have bought a lot to spend seventy pounds on Aldi. Yes, um, and then I <laughs> I bought it all, and then I was like, I think I bought alcohol as well. I bought a few bottles of alcohol. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't carry it. I, I carried it like ten minutes, and I thought fuck, I don't know what to do here. My phone's dead. I don't really know which way I'm going. I can't walk another five fucking miles away back. Ended up getting on a bus um, and I just don't know how to explain it. I went I went too far um, and then I got off a stop early so I had to walk. Like Now in hindsight, I know the like Oxford so well and you think, well, how did I even do that? I literally was on a bus and we drove past the university and I didn't realise. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and thankfully, two... So one man helped me walk my shopping to the bus. Oh. And um, he was very nice. Um, and then another man, when I got off the bus, offered to help walk uh, my stuff to... And because it was all in one bag, I wasn't even carrying anything, so I felt really awkward. This other man offered to carry it to my door... And this guy was very chatty and very flirty, and I was like, okay, like, okay, this this is your angle here. Um, So (laughs) he he puts himself down, and um, he goes, "Would you like to go on a date with me?" And I, 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 and I was like, "Oh, um, well, I, I don't know about, I don't know about that." And I got all flustered and stuff. Um, I was like, "I've literally just moved in," and then he said, "Well." Um, can I add you on Facebook? And I was like, yeah, 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 sure. And I, <laughs> and in my head, I'm thinking he doesn't know my last name, and I think I told him my name was Cat. So like, I don't, I don't think he's gonna be able to find me. And I just thought, thank you, bye, shut the door. <laughs> oh my god! Well, what else was I gonna do? Like, I <laughs> no, no, it's not all. And he I knew where can't. I lived, like, so that was. Yeah, not not great, but and then fucking hell, get so this is the next saga. So come in, and I'm dripping with sweat. I've I'm like I cried at one point. I think when I was walking because I was just like mm-hmm. I, I don't know why mm-hmm. I am panicked. My housemate goes, 
<laughs> she goes, oh, you should have said Dad's just popped to Tesco to buy me some more alcohol because I realised oh, I didn't have no. enough. He would have he would have driven you and they've got like a seven-seater car or whatever. They, they had two cars on them at the time as well because B had so much stuff to move in with. Um, yeah, she goes, oh, you should have said you... you <laughs> And that was my first conversation with B. Uh, <laughs> and it it grew into a beautiful friendship. Yep. Oh, what a fucking. It, um, sorry, I, I really I feel like it's probably a good time to, to just say about next week. Yeah. Um. So next week's episode ten, and um, we actually oh, a few yeah. weeks ago we felt really good. We planned out how we we're going to do the next few podcasts. So we had yeah. it all. Because sometimes it gets. You know, we've got to the point where. In the middle of the week, you've gone, what were you going to do the podcast on? We've had to, like, panic and work it out. Yeah. <laughs> and we planned out a few ahead. And so episode 10 was going to be talking about uh, sexism and racism in the music industry. And we're working towards it, and it's really good. And this week has been a... Um, Hectic it's been a, and sad it's week. Been a, it's, been a, it's been a really horrible week, I think. Um, so Monday was International Women's Day. Um, really important day, of course. And um, it's been... A week where um, I think, fortunately, women have felt able to to speak up and say things about being mistreated by men, and and discussing that and the stuff with Meghan Markle, yeah. And all of this has been really quite an eye-opening experience to how um, women are still ignored, yeah, and and belittled for raising serious issues, and then. Later in the week, Sarah Everard was, we found out she'd been killed by, um, suspected to be killed, I guess I should say, because yeah. he's not been found guilty yet, all day things, by a, um, serving police officer, a male serving police officer. Um, so it's quite a, it's been quite a big week for, for women's rights and, and realising that we've not come as far as a society as we think we have, or we should have had. Um, and I, I messaged Kat, um, the other day and I was like I know we said we talk about racism and sex in the music industry would you mind if we talked about about women and women's rights and women's safety yeah for episode 10 because I think it's one of those really horrible moments when you realize that we we need to do a hell of a lot more yeah um as a society and we, we're not doing enough and we're not talking about it enough and I you know I I feel like there's a lot I can learn from people I, I've been really fortunate to see women on Twitter and my friends and people talk to me about how they've been mistreated and belittled and, and really hurt and made feel unsafe Yeah. by the actions of, of often men. Yeah. And rather than do what some men seem to be doing, which is getting aggressive and like, well, it's not me, it's not all men. Yeah, not all men. I don't oh. think that's relevant right now. I think we have to really... I, I think it's really important that I and every other man tries to educate themselves on the struggles that women face because we don't... I don't, you know, we don't get it kind of thing. It's not. Well, it's like for it, me learning about um, racism and issues like that. Yeah. I I can do as much as I can educating, but you're always going to have a deeper understanding and, a, and also a, a, a starting point um, where you can give me a lot more insight than I would would have naturally or through reading a book um and i feel like you know that's it's probably a similar thing um with being able to describe being female to you and the consequences Mm -hmm. that has in today's society 
Yeah. Yeah. Because it's really hurt me to hear um, people that I love and that I care about and, you know, who I know. And I, it's been really quite sad for me to realise that a lot of these women have gone through really stuff that no no one should ever have to go through. Yeah. Never have to go through. They should never have to feel that unsafe. And they have. And it's, yeah. and I haven't known about it. I haven't, I haven't realised it or I hadn't been aware of it. And I was like, oh, you know, God, like I knew that I'm not so naive to think that we were doing fine. But I hoped that maybe things were moving in a better direction. Yeah. And hearing so many stories, often similar kind of stories from different people. Even that yeah. story there when you were saying about um about the guy carrying your shopping, but clearly of the ulterior motive of trying to get on a date with you and stuff. Yeah. And I just I hate I hate how how uncomfortable that makes me feel uncomfortable yeah and i luckily haven't had to face that it was almost like he felt he was owed it because he'd done me a favor yeah. like yeah yeah i didn't even and i, I think even that's wrong i think it's time that, that I, I, I we talked about it and i i i'm really looking forward to the opportunity to to ideally not say much and be able to listen to, to some experiences and ask the right questions and see if we can find a way to to do better because we're not good not doing good enough yeah no that's that's sorry i just talked for a bit there which feels really <laughs> bad because i'm just a man I'm, I'm a man sat here talking about that but did you have anything to add no i was just thinking that um i'll definitely post a question on um the instagram story to to get personal stories obviously we can keep people anonymous but um i feel yeah. like you know that gives people a voice uh, our listener yeah. to voice as well yeah please do because I'd, I'd love to if you yeah if you have anything that would be really useful for me to read or look at or watch please let me know send it to me uh, on instagram or anything like that because it's it's really important that we all as well like i as a man and and all of us as as men um we do our part to make sure women don't feel unsafe yeah or, and I, or, you know, anything like that, because that's horrible. I think even men who think that they're, like, good and I would, I'd never do something to make a woman uncomfortable and all of this, I think there's still room for, you know, learning and, and educating yourself because actually you might think, oh, no, I'd never do something to make a woman uncomfortable or feel yeah. unsafe. But actually when you read something up, like that guy probably who helped me with the shopping, he probably thought, oh, no, like... I was perfectly okay to ask for a date, but I yeah. probably didn't think, actually, I've put her in a situation here where I'm stood by her front door with her food. Yeah. Like, yeah. that. there's a power element there that, you know, that he wouldn't have thought about, maybe. So I don't yeah. think he naturally... But, like, that guy, um, if he had known how that made me feel, maybe, yeah, it could have been. Yeah, um, I, I think it is. I, I, I mean, I've tried, and I, it's not a... Hey, look at me, I'm doing really good, because there's a long way for all of us to go. Yeah. I have tried over the last couple of days to to ask um, if you need it, my female friends and, and, and people um, whether I've ever done anything to make them feel unsafe or, um, you know, worried or hurt or anything like that. Not because I want them to say, no, you're fine, you're amazing. That's yeah. not what I'm doing it for. I don't, I want to know if I've done anything ever that's made them feel unsafe because if I have you, I, I really yeah. want to be aware of that so that I can change it yeah. um 
So I don't, you know, I'm not doing it for like self-validation. Like, ah, oh, yes, look at me. I am not part of the problem. No. I want to, if I, if I have ever done anything like that, I think it's really important that I know. So even if it was a while ago and I, I, I might, I feel like I might have changed. I, I want to be aware of it and I want to, yeah. to make sure no, that I'm challenging completely. all those kind of biases, whether they're conscious or unconscious. Yeah, for sure. No, that's yeah. that's really good. I respect that. Yeah. So next week is is going to be a really important episode, and I really, I I'd really urge you to to listen because I think it's going to be really good. I I think it's been really useful, especially the men who are sat there now thinking I'm not part of the problem. Well, in that case, you better listen because we 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 need to do our part. You know. Yeah. We need to we need to do our bit to make sure that women don't feel the way that they clearly do. Yeah. Don't be that one white straight cis guy. <laughs> don't, don't do it. Don't do it. It's not, it's like, those days are, are gone, you know? Yeah. Just grow up, sit down, and do what I hopefully want to do next week. Ideally, I don't want to say much at all. Because um, I don't think my views in and of themselves are the most important thing right now. And I think a lot of men should take that on board. That actually, it doesn't matter whether you think you've you've, you've been perfect and you've done everything right. Yeah sit back and listen to the people who you respect and who you love and even if you don't know them listen to women hear what their problems are work out whether you have ever done anything to to cause those problems and let's change it because we can we have that power in our hands yeah so let's do it amazing um i had actually sorry it got a bit intense there didn't it i had actually saved yes but it's a good thing um I had to it is a good thing. save one of the adulthood stories for last. Um, mm-hmm. And it might be... I know we sort of finished that segment, but I didn't want to leave it. No, 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 no. Funny. I was just dropping it in there because I felt like it was important to talk um, about it then. Have you got any more before? Because I think it... Oh, one... I have one final... Fo- like, it, it's one, like, short one, which is okay. just more of a final thought on the issue. So you okay. say yours first. Okay. <laughs> this, this is by my housemate, B. Um, who I just mentioned saying spending Friday night cleaning poo water from bathroom walls and floors after plumber (laughs) visit (laughs) yeah oh no was this while were you in the house when this happened they've just moved into her and her partner have moved into a new flat and they'd um, had a toilet blockage and um, yeah the, the the plumber got the water everywhere apparently everywhere oh dear so yeah that's vile <laughs> i just thought that was quite a funny one to like that is, that's really that's adulthood summed up right there oh yeah oh that sucks so bad in fact you know what i, I quite like it it segues quite neatly onto the final one okay. um which someone sent me which is it's very simple i had a 12 year old ask me what it was like to be an adult <laughs> nearly fucking died <laughs> beautiful <laughs> I think it's it's really weird. It it reminds me of um, when I was younger. I always thought that adults had it all worked out. Oh and now yeah. And I'm an adult. I realised that we're all. Just... I, even my dad said it once. He was like, "Yeah, I've got no idea what I'm doing half the time. I'm just <laughs> stumbling through trying to make it work." And it's like, oh gosh, like at least we're all on it together. We're, you know? It's like, like at least... cahoots. We're all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly that. It's it's so weird. God. It's so weird to think about, but yeah. I think the other thing is now you're 22 as well. Like there definitely is, you're not, you're not a kid anymore. Like that is definitely 21 because in America and other places they have mm. that as being your drinking age. 
that you're still seen as being quite young. I think at twenty one, yeah, like, oh, you're still young. So yeah, when you get to twenty two, it's like expectations. Right. <laughs> you're you're now like you're an adult now. You are an adult now. Like you're you got to do things. Yeah, it's it's scary, but also hey, you know, I mean, now that we're an adult and like I have access to a lot more things that I didn't have access to and things, it can I can do something good with that, like next week talking about um yeah. women and their experiences yeah i don't want to i mean if, if you have a good segue please go ahead i just i have a, an idea for it like somewhere i'd like to start with your songs okay yeah okay well if you want to go for it then go for it i don't i don't want to ruin like i feel like you had a good segue well i had a good segue because i was going to discuss the song 16 um, because I thought okay, no, that, that's good. Let's start there. that works with the age thing. But then I was Let's like, there, yeah. I tried to sneakily type in the, uh, to get the lyrics up. And then... You couldn't find the lyrics, could there's you? There's no lyrics. <laughs> there's no lyrics for it. I know, I've been there. <laughs> there's a tab open here where I've got it on there and it's, it, it's not there. So that's quite sad. I was desperately but, um... trying to find it because I was thinking like, I, I know what that's about and I wanted yep. some... <laughs> Oh. Yeah, you wanted to pull back on the lyrics, it's terrible. Um, by the way, we're talking about here, so this is 16. Right, oh yeah, sorry, welcome to the music segment, hi. Hi. <laughs> this is um, 16 by Ali Bob. Yes, I found her on TikTok. Um, she... As so many good songs have been found. Yeah, and she's like um, quite young, like singer-songwriter, um, and... I just really liked. She just sits down and creates little ideas and for songs, and just sits down and goes for it. Um, and I thought, I wonder if she has Spotify. Found her on Spotify, and she she's actually doing quite well for like. Um, I mean, she's she's got quite a lot of TikTok views, and her streams. She's on a top song. She's got two hundred nine thousand. Uh, is that right? Yeah, two hundred nine thousand. Yeah. Um, streams. So she's like. She, I'm I'm hoping she'll be picked up soon. Um, oh, absolutely! And yeah, sixteen is her latest release, which is why I just liked her in general. Um, and I saw that sixteen was her latest release, so I thought I would put that into the playlist to support, you know, um, her new release. Um, but it was very, <laughs> it, it, it it was like I don't want to say like Taylor Swift because some people might find that like offensive. I get what you mean. I do get what you mean. But it's like reminiscent, like yeah, which I I enjoyed. Um, yeah, it had those kind of like um, country Taylor Swift kind of vibes. St- you know? Yeah, like storytelling, which yeah. Um, yeah. I definitely, if you are on TikTok, definitely check her out because she posts a lot, um, and I don't think you'll be able to get how much she does just from Spotify because I think she only has like a handful of songs on Spotify whereas on TikTok yeah. she's like just doing stuff in the moment which I find so pure <laughs> I, I knew that I, that word was going to yeah. be gross to say but <laughs> but it does it's just great she's just amazing she she has a really phenomenal voice and I yeah. um, sounds really bad but there's something about not being able to find the lyrics which means that I've I can't even in my mind. I can't bring it back. Um, but do you, could you like give a summary of the song? I guess or like the story it's being told. I'd I'd probably like need to listen to it properly again mm. because I've mm. I've listened. If I'm honest, I've just been listening to her songs like on on shuffle. Um, mm. 
so I didn't do my appropriate research for today. Smack on I the mean, wrist. That's okay. Um, but it means that I will just have to listen to the song more and more and more till I know that. Absolutely, and out. I will. I, I really like like listening to it. Maybe want to pick up the guitar and like. Just have a little play, you know. Have a little noodle, yeah. Yeah, I um, sounds sounds great. It does sound really, really good. Um, where should I go next? Um, I am going to talk about it. Um, so, I can I just say, I absolutely loved um that bitch. Oh, did you? Miller. Okay. It's absolutely brilliant. I thought it was quite timely. <laughs> that honestly, I was listening to it and I was like, this is fantastic. Yeah. Um, can I, I? I. Okay. So the chorus. Okay. I. I have to say because I, I. think it's phenomenal. Okay. Uh, trigger warning. Swear words. Yes. If you. If you. If you don't like swear words, skip forward about thirty seconds. Um, society is sucking on your dick, and since I got a pussy, I'm a bitch. And since you are a dude, yeah, you can tell the truth. But as soon as I do, I'm a bitch. Yeah. Wow. That was good. That was really good, and it was one of those moments where. So I know we've just spoken about um, the importance of listening to women's experiences. Yeah. And I think that it's still, it's not understood by a lot of men um, that we have a level of privilege as men uh, in terms of being able to say something and it be like accepted as truth. Like it's just, it just is. Whereas if a woman is to say the same thing, um, then she's, she's PMSy. Oh, she's on her period. Megan Markle. Of those things. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. And it's like, why is that? Why Why am I as a man able to say those things that a woman, yeah. if she said it, it would be invalid? Yeah. What's that about? That, exactly. that sucks. That really sucks in 2021 that that's still going on. And it is still going on because otherwise this song wouldn't be needed and it wouldn't hit so much. She uses like quotes, which I think has definitely like i i get the impression that she's actually been told these things because yes the whole song is so honest that i feel like it it would make sense she's put like uh, men can cheat women can't if you're a woman you mm-hmm. were made to pleasure me um but out in public hide them shoulders underneath yeah i the the hide them shoulders underneath actually um i had a conversation with pierce about how over the years, different body parts have been sexualized. Like obviously, boobs and foofs have been um, sexualized, you know, uh, forever. Yeah. But there was a time where showing ankle was considered, oh, that's too sexy, or or a shoulder. Like I feel like we're at the point now where showing a bit of shoulder is is fairly accepted. But there was a time where that would have been outrageous. Like it's so weird to me because it's like. It's a shoulder. Yeah. In and of itself, there is nothing sexy about a shoulder. No. <laughs> I'm like, it's just a part of someone. It's a, literally just a body part. There's exactly. nothing... Exactly, yeah. Like, you don't... I don't understand how these things have been sexualized, aside from the fact that it's obviously men who have sexualized it. Yeah. It's like, it's just a fucking shoulder. Yeah. There's nothing, like, predominantly attractive in there. And I... Yeah, it was. I mean, so I, I just scrolled down in lyrics and found out. So this song was released 2019. Yeah. Okay. So look, I'm not, I'm not saying that I thought that in two years we'd move forwards, but these <laughs> this song feels so relevant. It could have been written and it would this have been and released. Yeah, and the thing is, just have hit just in the same way. 
she would have written that song a year or two before it was released as well. Yeah. So it does. There is. So this like, is an ongoing issue. This is why next week we're talking about women's rights, women's experiences. The thing is, because they need, we need it. Like she felt like she had to release the song because she felt like that was a point that needed to be made, and she's right. It did need to be made. And I, I love the because it's not like oh pity party, which I mean should be entitled to, but um, absolutely. But I love the vibe is. I'm that motherfucking bitch, like, you know, you're, <laughs> you should be the one sucking on my clit. Like, she has I no, love that line. I love it, but it, there, there's obviously something in us that makes us go, ooh, that word, because dick is so, like, I have no problem saying dick, but the idea of saying sucking on my clit just literally makes me feel uncomfortable. I can hear it in your voice, which, though. You are, like, which even, a little cringe. Which even for, like, me, a female... Like mm. I have one, like it make that's not right. So let alone mm. what that does to a guy, I don't know. But um, so I'm glad somebody's like she is a champion feminist. I yeah, I mean if she like if she by some weird off chance was listening, I would just say thank you. Yeah. Thank you for writing this and releasing. But yeah, <laughs> it, there's a lot to. But I love this song. I have had it on. I had it on loop for a lot of the morning. Did you? I think it's amazing. I think it's really amazing. Yeah, for sure. Like I cannot stress it, this enough. It was actually a song that I had on repeat uh, like a month or two ago. And every time I'd go f- like for a walk, I'd just pop it on and felt like, yes, I love this. Um, Absolutely. But I then thought, when, when I was putting my um, song choices in, I thought, this is relevant right now. Like, this is going in. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Thank you for, for putting it on the playlist. And thank you to, to B. Miller for rating it. Cutie. Yeah, she. I mean, Brilliant. she's like smashing it. That she's like very famous. So, like, at least she's she's like not at least you know what I mean. Like, at least she's yeah, getting yeah, the yeah, acknowledgement. Yeah. Um, I wanted to talk about your London grammar track. How does it feel? Okay. Because yeah. I listened to it, and obviously, London grammar. You can tell with London grammar, it's London grammar straight away because they're just mm-hmm, her mm-hmm, unique mm-hmm. voice. Um, and it really. It kind of reminded me of Gino Bank called Sophie and the Giants. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. It really reminded me of them and I really vibed with it because sometimes London Grammar <laughs> they sometimes I listen to them if I'm in a sad mood. Whereas this wasn't Yeah. No, I get that. This was more I felt like more uplifted yeah, than normal. I think so. I don't think that's I don't think it's uh wrong necessarily to say that uh a lot of London grammar songs are quite um, chill and restrained, and they're emotional. You know, they yeah. tap into that emotional side. So you listen to it when you're sad because it, yeah, helps you process the sad. Almost, it's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like uh, the vocalist Hannah Reed, her voice is, um, yes, yeah, it's, 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 she has this really unique kind of voice. But you listen to it, and you're like, yes, that's London grammar. I know that voice. Yeah, I love her voice. I think it's beautiful. Um, I think she's definitely got one of the best, most distinguishable it's voices of like our generation. She is such an instrument, honestly. Like, is such a brilliant thing. It's like I hope you never lose that voice because it's a gift, really. Like, oh yeah, it's amazing. And I, yeah, this song was a lot more. I think I liked it. I I, I really like London Grammar. I I I really like um, their music. I've got one of their albums. Um, 
I forget what it's called now, which sounds really bad. Uh, Truth is a Beautiful Thing. Right. Um, that's a great album. Um, fantastic kind of one. And yeah, this is... It felt a bit more upbeat, like you say. I mean, the lyrics like... are not upbeat, but like... Um, it Yeah. It's still... It, it, there's not that many lyrics, so you're not being no. guided through something stressful which no it's, it's a it's a it's a it's a london grammar song yeah. no doubt <laughs> but it's also a song that made it, it made me feel like it was very weird i felt kind of like empowered yeah not necessarily because the lyrics themselves were like yeah yeah it's, it's just like there's something about it made me want to get up and do something yeah for sure um yeah i really liked it um Another? Do you mind if we go on to another one of yours? Because obviously... absolutely, go ahead. Um, Highland Park Collective, that one. Yes. Um, yes. Do you know what reminded me so much of Bang Bang, uh, with Jessie J, Ariana Grande, and who else? Yeah. Nicki Minaj. No. Yeah, Nicki Minaj. Okay. Yeah, but that that like female empowerment. Also, yeah, I was very impressed with um your your collection of women in this entry. Thank you. No, I it, it was a deliberate like. Yeah. Again, this week I I've been very thinking a lot also, about this this week. It was very like your collection. Obviously, London Grammar was on brand, but this song was quite poppy for for you. I mean, like yeah, I know people were like Coldplay's pop, but um. <laughs> and it is, but um, this is more mainstream pop. I don't know, like it. Um... It is. I mean, look, I say it's quite interesting. I didn't know this when I when I picked the song. So it was on my, um, I think it's like the release radar yeah. playlist on Spotify. So yeah. you know, and it, I I I like Katie Tunstall. I think she's great. Um, and this song I've discovered since is the theme song for this year's International Women's Day. Oh! Um, so it's a really big thing. It was launched, so um, it came That's from um, the United Nations um, Human Rights Organization. Right. And they launched a new kind of initiative to encourage gender... Or encourage? I mean, bring about gender equality, I guess. Yeah. Uh, called We All Rise. Right. Um, and so it's basically like this year of like programs that are going to try and bring about more gender equality amazing um and it really so this song was like the start of it, it was like the launch of it um and it was like you know it was highlighting women and, and empowering women and and you know yeah. like we're stronger this is happening now it, it's really good i again there's the lyrics in um the lyrics i really liked was uh says one like I know you got it, and we can have it all. Sisterhood. I was like, brilliant. And then later on, um, no one telling me what I should do. I don't care if I sound a little rude. I'm making moves. It's approved. Run because we can match you. And I was like, <laughs> brilliant. This is this is exactly the kind of like. Yeah. It's weird that um all these things have come in the same week that we've had International Women's Day on Monday. We had uh, the Meghan Markle interview, which was released on Monday as well. Yeah. I think. Um, and the Sarah Everard case uh, coming a bit later in the week, I think. Um, it's been a, it's been a it yeah. feels like a long week, and a long and it, again this song was like it's one of the things that it had to have been written before, obviously before this week, right? But it felt like it was made for this week, and it felt exactly like it was the right time. If you could see the future, you would write this song for Monday. Yeah, and it it works. It worked really well. 
Yeah. And I, yeah, again, so it was a little bit, I see what you mean. It does sound a little bit, almost quite poppy for me, but it was, um, it was, I quite liked it. When I listened to That Bitch by B. Miller, I thought about the fact that I'd put this on the list and I was like, yeah. we're on the same page. Yeah, we're, we're on, on the same page, page this week. <laughs> yeah, no, that it definitely worked. It worked well. It's a great song and I, it, it's really good. It brings together, I think there's four women who have together on the track. Oh, um, yeah, that sounds about right. Um, and it, it, it's, it's great. It's really great. I'm really, I, I think it's a really good way to start off what hopefully will be a great year. Yeah. Um, in in making sure that we continue pushing for gender equality and equality in general. We need it. <laughs> yeah. We need it. We need it for sure. Um, can I go on to "It Hurts" by Tom Grennan? No, you can do it. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, so the album was released. Um, was it released this? Was it released this week or last week? It was released this week. It was released. This week, yeah. Yeah, no, not yesterday. Yeah, I, I listened to it. On, no, yeah, it was, because I listened to it on Friday. I'm going to yeah, kill um, my dog, sorry. Would you shut up for a minute, please? Have you been hearing him? <laughs> You're talking him? about important things. If if He keeps yawning, and what? Have you heard him? I think I've heard it a couple of times. Do you want to get a grip, mate? <laughs> okay, I think we've sorted that problem out. It's for the best, it's for the best. <laughs> um... Yeah, so the album was released, and we talked about Tom Grennan a lot over the last few yeah. uh, months. Yeah. <laughs> um, sorry, I just feel like I heard your dog just then. He's still doing it. I'm going to... Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, well, Jesus to Christ. To be fair, um, he had his knackers taken off a few years ago, so I, I, um, I, I, I can't blame him. He's a bit sensitive, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. It's the way it goes. It's the way it goes. Oh. Um, I, so, yeah, we talked to Tom Grennan a lot. Um, you know, we both, we, we, we're big fans of Tom Grennan. Um, we stan. We do stan, we do. And it, this is a great song. Yeah. This is good. So it's a bit of a different angle from the... Uh, well, this I'm is sure the thing. all the men He's... out there are like, finally, you've stopped talking about women. Well, no, we haven't. <laughs> Don't. It's not either. His album is, um, is, is very pop. Like, you can imagine it doing well in the summer charts. But this song was a bit more serious. So I thought... It was. I, I quite liked it because it... It's placed, I'm pretty sure, halfway through the album. Uh, it Hurts. Did we say that? I can't remember if we said... I think so. But if not, It Hurts by Tom <laughs> Grennan. Um, I'm... From the new album, Evering Road. So it just sort of like... I don't know. It just sort of it completes it. Mm. I was doing it some does, weird, weird hand gestures then. Um... Oh, it's fine. I, I make weird hand gestures on camera all the time. It's a mess. <laughs> um, um... Yeah, what did you like about it? Well, I say, oh my god, I think I say it for every single person, but please don't let that take away from it. <laughs> I think Tom Grennan has a wonderful voice. Oh, okay. I'm going to say it oh, again. Oh, yeah, you okay? know, that is, that is his, like, I know, I keep, quality. I feel like I keep saying it every time, but he does. He has a great voice. It's, there's a lot of, um, it's a, it's a lot in there, you know, there's a lot, it's, it's like, um, I want to say, like, deep, but like, yeah, I cannot read it. It's a very full voice. It's a it, lot it's, to it. It's, it's sort really of raspy, like yeah, um, yeah. It there's sort of like texture in his voice. Well, yeah, post, yeah. that sort of post Malone vibe in a way, actually. Where yeah. there's texture in his voice, but you know where with it, but you know when things aren't completely accurate, like Chris Martin, you wouldn't say is the most technical or the most accurate singer in the world, but no, no, no. he gets his point across, and it's very with Tom Grennan it's quite soulful and he he loves 
like gospel choirs mm. and chucking loads of instruments in there with his tracks. So mm. I definitely feel like it gives it quite a soulful feel. And I like Chris Martin's voice for differently. Like uh, Chris Martin's ability to go into falsetto. Still, oh yeah. Uh, a man who's getting closer to fifty now. Yeah. Like, fuck. <laughs> like, that's good. How is your fruit not destroyed? Fair anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it's really. It felt. It feels like there's definitely a story behind it. You know. Yeah. Um. He when he says about um. It hurts when your name is in the yeah, dirt. Knew, it hurts yeah. to hide the pain, but now I've learned. Um, the people who try to sit on your throne throw kisses, then punches, flowers, then stones. I was like, I wonder if this is something about (laughs) being in the public eye. You know? Like... Oh. I was thinking more of it in a relationship sense. Interesting, okay. Well, I was thinking about it in a sense of, like, um, again, I came back to Meghan Markle, because I I guess that's what's been coming into my mind all week. Yeah. Um, About that, about obviously at first everyone's like oh lovely she's so like harry's found someone really sweet and they were getting married and it's all really good yeah and then suddenly she's evil oh yeah she's the devil oh, yeah. she's the worst person she's ever a, taught yeah she's a tart and it was like that it's like that thing of being in a public hide it you your pub the public's opinion of you can change yeah on drop of a hat yeah suddenly you go from being a great person to a to the, to the person who's public enemy number one yeah um what, what were you going for with the relationship kind of yeah thing? i i felt like it was um oh my dad just messaged me that's nice oh. um i'm just gonna mute that <laughs> um yeah so i thought it was about relationship because you know when you split up with someone and then you you still love them and you're going through the heartbreak and then you find out they've been shit talking you and like yeah okay and like um, in the next verse, uh, what you're saying, pack of lies, I'm held up uh, against the ball, the harder I try to forget the noise, ignore the voices, but they keep getting louder, that's the problem. Which I can see mm-hmm. your point, like, I, you know, that can be down to press um, completely, but um, I can imagine, like, I think stuff, when it's someone you care about saying horrible things about you, it's that yeah. idea that you can't you can't just shake them off they do just keep getting louder and louder and wear you down and you keep thinking, like going in on yourself i think it's like uh, not to obviously when it happens when you're an adult and you're in serious relationships all full but i definitely think there's a relatability when you're teenagers because what happens when teenage relationships go <laughs> wrong is you fucking shit talk each other so much and then everything's all dramatic and drama or like um a friend from our school actually who um i had like a like you're like frenemy um one minute we're friends one minute we hate each other all the time um and it was actually like a lot of the time other people saying that we'd said stuff about the other one that we hadn't yeah and like sometimes stuff escalates so you think oh they've said i'm a bitch or i they've said this about me and or they fancy the guy i fancy whatever and a lot of the time it isn't true and the best thing to do is actually to just speak to the person one-on-one because i reconnected with this person as an adult um and because you know we had like we went through periods of being like good friends and then you know hating each other and then we sort of spoke about it and i was just like I, the only time I remembered saying bad things about you was when people would 
told me you'd said horrible things about me and I think mm-hmm. there was just that miscommunication I feel like that happens a lot when you break up when you're like 14 15 and your first sort of relationships I feel like everything gets really toxic um for sure for sure and a lot deeper than it should be <laughs> should we go on to my last one which was um Yes. Remedies yes, sorry, by Molly Collins. Oh my god, yeah, this was another one. I was like, was not expecting this from you. All right, you little raver. <laughs> like, I've been a fan of like, yeah, I love drum and bass and like liquid and all that kind of. Yeah, I love it. It's brilliant. I was like, so like sort of, I don't know. When I heard the song, I can't say particularly listen to the lyrics too much. I was just, I was a bit shocked because <laughs> um, <laughs> that it. it it came from you. I thought it'd gone on to like my music or something. And then the next thing was, I thought, fuck me, I can't wait for next year's festival season when this is all over yeah. and I can actually just like have a little rave um, and we can go to gigs and stuff like that and just embrace. That's the beauty of like drum and bass music is you can sort of just get fully immersed in the moment and you don't ha- you're not really going through emotion you're just going through like that uh, this gonna like not in a deep way but like you're just going through the experience of just i find it a weird like it's an escape for me often yeah yeah it's a chance just to like put life on hold for it you just kind of like yeah it's very weird i, I find it in two kind of things like it's one of those things that makes you want to get up and like be in a room and like having a great time whatever but also like it's one of those things that I quite like listen to just in my room with the lights off, whatever. Yeah. I'm just there, like, vibing to it. I'm, like, chill. Yeah. Weirdly, it's very good. I, I Yeah, I really love drum and bass. And, um, I love it when you're cleaning. So, just, go, yeah, just go back to adulthood. Like, I was cleaning the bathroom the other day and I literally had bangers on so loud and I was just, like, having a, having a vibe. Yeah, it's great for me when I... um I haven't done it for a while because I'm so demotivated um for like running and things drum and bass is brilliant for running yeah because it's just a, it's a steady beat and you can just get into it and you can <laughs> it, it just helps me kind of like switch off in a way do you have that thing where you have to run in time with the music otherwise it stresses you out yeah. like yeah yeah which exactly. is quite good for me it keeps me going because i you know especially when i was back when i was starting out doing park runs and things yeah you you want to stop like you're exhausted you think i just want to stop and it's not it's like the ocd kicks in with the (laughs) the yeah it's weird because it's like i know i can keep running but i'd quite like to stop yeah and there's something about when i first time i did i didn't really have music on and i was like oh stopping every few seconds whatever and the next time i did i think i had music on and it was like i'm gonna keep going yeah i'm gonna keep going and i was like waiting for that point i mean i did do that thing and you know people it sounds weird, but also I feel like people know what I'm talking about. You know when you, you're really into a song and you kind of... It's like you're in a music video. Oh, yeah. You know the one, like, yeah. I've done it before, like, on trains and things. Or if you're you sat in a the car. And it's like, yeah. you imagine, like, the camera panning out. Or yeah. Whatever. Oh, it's fucking stupid. I do that um, every time, honestly. I'm glad yeah. you do it, too. Oh, God, I'm terrible for it. But it's one of those things, like, running, whatever, and it, like... <laughs> it sounds terrible. <laughs> it's like it hits this moment where... um. It, it it suddenly it, it gets really empowering you're like don't and it's like you can imagine like the camera's watching it's like look at him he's overcoming his struggles he's doing it and it's like i just it, it does something it spurs me on it makes me like 
want to keep going gives me that kind of energy that maybe I don't have because I'm like oh my uh, god let me let you on to a secret with the well I mean with the podcast I'm I think well I'm the manager I guess I can say what I want but you've sort of described uh, a a music video that might be coming out (laughs) Um, for for Pierce at some point well um which is well i suppose you better keep your eyes out everyone on uh similar about that <laughs> on later stuff popping out from uh Piers Newland. i'm sure it would be really good let's just say i got to live my uh top gear moment of being in the back of a land rover with a camera and um getting to drive down the street with everyone staring at me with a camera <laughs> well if i was you dear audience i'd keep my eye out on uh Piers Newland. um yeah, there was one thing I also wanted to finish off by saying. Um, so I think for both of us, um, our mental health has not oh, been. Oh, yeah, I was actually going to ask you about doing it, but yeah, no, I'm glad. It's it's not been a, uh, we you know it's it's been a struggle. There have definitely been weeks recently where yeah, I don't know. I felt like it, and I think you have to have like, uh, like demotivation, like you mentioned earlier. Massive demotivation. Yeah. Like. Oh, it's so it's it's tough to explain. It's been with the weather as well. Having a sunny day and then five miserable days after that. So you get your hopes yeah. up and you're like, oh great, you can go for a walk. And then it's like pissing it down and it went like completely windy and just it's like so you try and reset your mindset by saying, oh I'm gonna do this, and then your plans are ruined by the weather. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. um, it's it's exhausting, and I think um for me i don't know about you but i hadn't really introduced uh timetabling in seeing well seeing uh virtually seeing my friends um for a long period of time and mm. pierce spends pretty, like six days a week in the studio um yeah. and he can spend like 12 hours sometimes more in there so i'm like by myself and then the only social thing I have in the week is the podcast and even though it's great chatting with you and doing a podcast it, you are using energy with that and it's not uh, it's a slightly different social feeling mm-hmm. um, so I think like my bit of advice if you are struggling at the moment with demotivation and I'm not saying advice in the fact that like I'm feeling good today but I might not be feeling good tomorrow but just um one of the things that's helped is actually saying okay I'm gonna call you on this date and I'm gonna call you on this date and I'm gonna and I'm actually being a bit more like I told Chris that I was struggling and I told one of my lecturers that I was struggling and I actually cancelled my um one of my lectures because I just said I just need a bit of me time um and everyone was really good about it so don't be don't be scared. Sorry, I just interrupted, like, whatever you were going to say. It sounds very odd. When you messaged me early in the week and said, I'm really struggling with my mental health, I was like, my heart broke because I was like, this is really, I feel sad for you. Yeah. You know, you're someone I love and I was sad. You know? But also I felt, I felt glad that you felt able to tell me about it. Yeah, I, I felt It was like... a very weird thing. I felt so glad that you were able to say that to me. I felt having the podcast in week five where we were open, that was like a big step for me because even though we, like, I've always been quite jokey with you about feeling mm. shit. Like, I, I don't, I'm not very serious about it. Yeah. Um, But I think doing that episode 
sort of was like, okay, actually, I can't preach to other people and then not do that myself. Um, I thought that was really good. I think it was a really good step. And, like, yeah. you um, emailing your lecturer and saying, look, I can't. Um, yeah. Can we cancel that? I thought that was such a good step because a lot of time we do things to... Well, I didn't want to lie and say something, like, like exactly dif- different. I just wanted to... Because I think at the moment it's even more acceptable considering we're in lockdown and just like of course it is of course it is um and i was i was proud of you for taking that step to do something yeah that would benefit you rather than going to it and feeling shit and the other thing is if you look after yourself like in the beginning like well for me i mean it was sort of like a a couple of weeks of feeling just a bit um just not enjoying anything properly like yeah, I mean, we'd spoken about it a few times yeah. about ourselves. Not, not like, oh, I want to die. Just like, oh, you know, no, no. things are not exciting me at the moment and I haven't really got any plans. That sort of side of it. Um, but I think trying to get on top of it earlier, as early on as you can, in the sense of, like, just message a friend. You don't have to tell them about exactly what's going on but even having a conversation about nothing is still helping yourself um yeah have a lion does it does it really do you have to get up at that specific time you know like just just small things that can help yeah i i really thought it was just a really good it because i when i saw that message from you i was like okay look i'm working but also i can I can do both right now. Like, it was yeah. the kind of thing where I could work, but I could also talk to you. Yeah. And I wanted to talk to you. I wanted to hear more about it. Yeah. Because because I was so... I felt so honoured that you you felt like you could talk to me about it. And that's because you've so been I... so open with me, though, that it, like, swings in round. But the more, like, open you are, the more likely your friends who are struggling are going to be. And we'll get into yeah. this next week because the whole Meghan Markle thing, I think, you know, that, yeah. that's yeah, important to, to introduce say. there. Um... But yeah. I think it's that kind of trust thing of like, it's easier to. Um, I always feel more comfortable being open with someone else, if I know that they're comfortable to be open with me, which is kind of tough because it means that in the first yeah. place it's like, one of you's got to make that move. Yeah. But eventually you reach that point where you, two people can be very honest with each other, and it, you feel good. You know that you saying something. Well, I knew you weren't going to gonna judge me, like... Exactly, exactly, yeah. So I, I know that I can do that with you. Yeah. And I feel comfortable telling you if I feel like shit. I feel like I could tell you that. Yeah. Um, And I think that's a good... Like, I think that... It kind of shows you that level of trust that you have in each other, that you're both willing to be vulnerable. Completely. Um, Even if a lot of the time you sit there and joke about shit and, like, stuff. So I just, yeah, I, I thought it was really important to... to kind of talk about our kind of experiences and just to remind people that... um. It's always good to reach out yeah. if, you, if you need it. It's not. It's not going to be a sign of weakness. Don't be worried about. Um, don't be worried that people don't care or that it's just a small thing and you'll get over it. Or um, I, I know someone who often says, "Yeah, I'll survive. I'll survive. I'll get over it." And it's like, "Yeah, you might well get over it." Okay, I have no doubt that you'll survive. Um, I mean, lots of people do. I do. But like. It's like, oh, I'll survive. I'll be all right. And it's like, yeah, look, yeah. you might be all right in the long term, but right now you're not. Yeah. And I, if you if you feel like you can talk to me about it or talk to someone about it, please do. Yeah. You know, I won't think any less of you for it. You you can do that. Um, and I, it's something I've learned myself as well. It's like, yeah, you know, 
in the long run, yeah, it won't kill you if you've had something that's made you feel down. It's not going to kill you or anything. That doesn't mean it's okay. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, just, yeah, be kind to yourself. Remember to love yourself. Remember to um to reach out if you need it, because there'll always be someone willing to listen. Yeah. <laughs> See, I wish we'd ended a podcast like this last week. Instead of some, like, depressing nice, rant. Yeah, it? this is a positive thing, for sure. Well, guys, look after yourself. Have a bubble bath. Absolutely do. If you don't have a bath, uh, put a bath bomb on your head and stand in the shower. <laughs> Oh, why fucking not? Why not? Go <laughs> obviously lean your head back because you don't want that oh, shit in your, in your eyes. eyes. No, no, oh, thank you. Oh, that's the worst you. feeling. Um, but, but yeah. Yeah, I am. Um, thank you for listening, for, uh, for sticking around, or if, you know, if you're the kind of person who drops in at episode nine, welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Please uh, listen next week if you... And if feel you, free to drop you, us um, a message if, you know, if you're struggling or, you know... Yeah, of course. Or if you want to chat. If you just want to tell someone, hey, I'm feeling shit right now. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Or even if you're Cause... not shit, if you, even if you're just bored, like, feel free to Oh, God, us. yeah. If, you, if you're enjoying the podcast, please let us know, because I, I love that. And if you think there's something that we could, especially in regards to next week, and I said it earlier, and I'll say it again, um, if you think there's anything I could read or listen to or watch that would help me uh, continue to try and understand um, women's experiences so that I can be a better ally, please let me know, because I'd love to hear it. Love to hear it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you'll see when you edit the footage what just happened then. <laughs> oh wait, uh, people who are listening on audio, Piers walked past with a top hat on <laughs> whilst Chris was talking about <laughs> women's rights. But I'm looking forward to seeing that. If you if you're listening on the audio version, just imagine Piers in a top hat. If you don't know what Piers looks like, imagine a beautiful man <laughs> wearing a top hat, and you'll be there. Um, we love yeah, you. We'll... We love you as always. You're great. Have a great week because we love you. Bye. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.